Hello and welcome to Digital Insights featuring topics from the BoagWorld.com blog. My name is Paul Boag and I offer advice on user experience and digital transformation. Today I want to answer some of the more common questions I hear about digital transformation. Questions such as, well, what exactly is it? For every article you read, you will see a different definition of digital transformation. Many think it's to do with integrating new technology into your business as if that's going to magically turn you into a digital organisation. In truth, that's just a fraction of what it involves. The Government Digital Service here in the UK has a definition that I like. It talks about the realignment of or new investment in technology and business models to more effectively engage digital customers at every touchpoint in the customer experience lifecycle. Brian Solis, a leading thinker in the field, goes on to say, companies need to think of digital transformation as a formal effort to uh, renovate business vision, models and investment in the digital economy. By now, it should be apparent that this is to do with a lot more than technology. And that's because digital itself is about a lot more than technology. What's interesting about digital is not the technology itself, but the impact those technologies have on the behavior of consumers. Digital has changed the dynamic of business. It's placed the power firmly in the hands of the consumer. People now have more choice than they've ever had before. And where once they were limited to suppliers with sufficient advertising reach or those in the local area, now a simple Google search will return a near limitless number of vendors. The result is that consumers can be extremely demanding and dismissive of suppliers. Not only that, customers now have a larger voice than ever before. A single disgruntled customer can damage an organization's reputation through a review or a blog post or just a social media update. Customers are becoming increasingly aware of this power shift and once again that's leading them to be ever more demanding. That's the real power of digital, and it helps us define what digital transformation is. It changes our definition of digital transformation away from the technology and towards the consumer. That, in turn, makes digital transformation considerably more urgent. If digital transformation is really about customer behavior, then this puts it much higher on the organizational agenda. If all digital transformation was was integrating some new technology, then it would be considerably less urgent, wouldn't it? But because we now know that it's about customer behavior changing, we have to adapt fast if we're going to survive. At this point, you might be thinking that your clients haven't really changed and that not much is different in your sector. However, in truth, your customers are not just your customers. They're the same people who will use that awesome banking app to access their account or make use of free tools from Google, Dropbox or others, or that shop online using some intuitive um, site and talk with friends around the world using a cutting edge app like Skype. You see, all of these experiences help shape their expectation of you. From a digital perspective, customers are not just comparing you with your competition, they're comparing you to the last best experience they had online. It's this that makes digital transformation so urgent and what gives digital its ability to disrupt a sector very suddenly. It only takes one organization in your industry to offer a superior experience and things can change very rapidly indeed. 
You may be thinking that you're too well established for that to happen, but history tells us otherwise. Take, for example, blockbusters. In 1999, an analyst wrote, investor concerns over the threat of new technology is overstated. A year later, they turned down a chance to buy Netflix and then they went out of business. But they're not alone. We've got Kodak, Borders, HMV, to name just a few high-profile examples. And many sectors are in chaos too. Sectors such as newspapers, high street music retail, and most recently taxis with the disruption caused by Uber. Admittedly, these high-profile cases tend to be from the B2C sector, but it would be naive to think that B2B is immune. As Leo Blay from PwC put it, Buyers are increasingly becoming a younger generation, a generation who is used to using products that are easy to use and now they expect the same from their B2B solutions. Also, when it comes to digital, B2B and B2C are not really that different. Both need online visibility, both desire word of mouth recommendation, both fear negative online reviews and want a higher global audience. Both are increasingly selling based on products and services and recognize the value of a good customer experience. In short, B2B provides little protection from digital disruption. With digital disruption upon us, the question then becomes, is our organization prepared or does it need to undergo some form of business transformation? The question of whether or not your company needs to undergo business transformation is dependent on your digital maturity. Research from Stanford indicates that most businesses operate on one of five levels of digital maturity. These are the informal beginning, the decentralized model, a centralized model, a hybrid model and a fully integrated model. The informal beginning is where a few scattered individuals recognize the value of digital. Unfortunately, because they're mostly isolated from one another, they've got little in the way of resources or authority to bring about change. Organizations in this position have little chance of surviving digital disruption and they need to move pretty quickly. Fortunately, the majority of companies I encounter these days are not at that informal beginning. They've got a more established, formal approach to digital. Unfortunately, this structure is often decentralized with digital specialists spread across the organization. Decentralized teams are a good starting point, but they don't allow long-term digital growth. There are often replications of effort and communication barriers that prevent consistent standards. That's why organizations in this position inevitably end up introducing some form of centralized team. In time, digital becomes critical to business success, and so they tend to centralize their operations. That enables the organization to exert greater control over its use and the implementation of digital. It allows them to set standards and streamline operations as well as establish a more coherent strategic direction. Although a significant step forward, it does nothing to help wider adoption of digital across the organization. It doesn't embed digital thinking into every aspect of the business. And that's why ultimately most institutions will seek to move to some kind of hybrid model. A hybrid model is a hub and spoke model where digital professionals are embedded at every level of the business, but report back to a centralized digital team. That ensures digital best practice becomes organizational wide. It also prevents the central digital team becoming a bottleneck and encourages continual innovation. 
Eventually, organizations often replace the hybrid model with a fully integrated approach. The digital experts in the business silos seek to educate colleagues about the use of digital tools. And in time, they will relinquish control, encouraging staff to integrate digital tools into their workflow. That's where we see most post-digital companies existing. Digital isn't a separate business function. Instead, people use digital as part of their workflow on a daily basis. It's as ubiquitous as electricity is to any modern business. Of course, telling where an organization is in this hierarchy of digital maturity can prove tricky at times. A crucial step, to be honest, in digital transformation is understanding how digitally mature your organization is. Without an honest evaluation, it's easy to think that your company is more prepared for digital disruption than it really is. To this end, I provide a digital health check that will ascertain where your company is in its maturity. It includes questions such as how well does your organizational structure support digital and does your company think digital first? It asks questions like, does your organization have a digital framework? How does your colleagues see its digital team? Does digital receive adequate investment? Is there a culture of continual iteration? And is the company focused on the customer experience? By answering these and, to be honest, many other questions covered in the health check, you start to make a case to management and colleagues that digital transformation is necessary to secure the organization's future. But more work will need to be done to win over people than just a digital health check. The fact that you're listening to this indicates that you already realize your organization needs digital transformation. But the chances are you don't have the authority to start the process. However, that doesn't mean you can't be a catalyst for change. I would encourage you to seek out like-minded people because there's no way you're going to be able to change the organization single-handedly. You need other people to help you make the case to management and build some organizational momentum. As a group, you should then begin to paint a vision of what the future could be. How could digital help your organization? How could it improve the customer experience? Finally, I would seek to create some kind of prototype demonstrating that vision. It could be something as simple as a storyboard or as complex as an interactive experience. For example, a group in Disney wanted to introduce RDF bands to its park to allow its customers to pay for things, to unlock their hotel door and for Disney staff to be able to provide a more personalized experience. Instead of writing a lengthy specification of requirements, they converted a warehouse into a cardboard park. They mocked up relevant experiences across the park using a facade, some imagination and a few volunteers. They were able to test the experience with customers by guiding them through this mock-up, this prototype, with nothing more than a bit of smoke and mirrors really. They managed to gather enough half data for its potential to create a compelling case to management. In my experience, champions of digital transformation often approach senior management too early, if I'm honest. Instead, they should go to management once they have a clear vision of what it is that they're looking to achieve and sufficient data to back up that need for change. A prototype will communicate that clear vision and provide some real data for management. But most of all, it will also excite management as they see the potential of what digital could offer. 
When you do finally approach management, be careful not to overwhelm them. A grandiose vision of digital transformation might be inspirational, but the journey to get there may seem insurmountable, not to mention expensive. Instead, encourage management to uh, to approve just a simple next step. Typically, this would be some form of pilot project or simply doing some initial research. What exactly that next step is will depend on your organization and where it is in digital maturity. Now, once you've recognized the need for change, the real work begins. In my experience, this involves a 12-step program, a program that includes 1. Carrying out an audit and competitive review. 2. Better understanding your customers. 3. Identifying opportunities and threats. 4. Envisioning your future goal. 5. Establishing clear digital leadership. 6. Forming a transformational team. 7. Prototyping, testing and iterating a pilot project. 8. Formalizing new business processes. 9. Educating and communicating with staff. 10. Restructuring around multidisciplinary teams. 11. Realigning how staff are assessed and incentivized. 12. Empowering and decentralizing. You got all that? It's very much a marathon and not a sprint. It's not going to happen overnight or even in a couple of years. It's tempting to skip some of the steps in an attempt to accelerate the process, but I would warn against it because it's going to create operational and cultural problems if you do so, and that could ultimately halt transformation. Another common mistake I see organisations make is to treat digital transformation like any other project. However, realistically, this is pretty impractical. Not only are the timescales too long to maintain momentum for a traditional project, but traditional project planning is also implicable in the fast-moving and volatile digital space. Instead, a more agile and evolutionary approach is needed, one which would be lacking the normal trappings of a project. You know, those things like five-year plans and detailed strategic documents. This different approach can often feel unsettling at first, but rest assured it's something that has been proved to work with many other organisations. Because organisations are in the midst of digital transformation already and are seeing some success. From big brands like Starbucks and Disney to enterprise B2B companies like IBM and General Electric, there are people out there doing that and we see success stories in every sector from the public sector to the charity sector and everything in between. But nobody has succeeded in digital transformation because, to be honest, it's an ongoing and long-term endeavour. Of course, there are a lot of companies that fail to adapt, famous examples like Blockbusters and Kodak, but there are many other failures too. Companies replaced by more digitally savvy competitors. But as for success stories, well, only time will tell. In truth, you can't afford to wait until there's some tried and tested plan for digital transformation. By the time one emerges, it's going to be too late. Digital transformation takes too long to wait and the world is changing too fast. Time is critical now. The first wave of organisations are already implementing digital transformation strategies and you're going to get left behind. Now, if you need help, get in touch and we can begin the process of adapting to the digital reality together.